Blog Talk Radio. Jesus' closest disciples. 
John later became an apostle. That's when he did a lot of his writing. John had a unique way of writing. His books, just two points, belief and love in Jesus. Now, Jesus healed a lot of people in the Bible that had lost their sight. But this particular story is different. This man had never seen. This story takes place as Jesus is leaving the temple. And he sees this man that had been blind since birth. Now God had waited until this particular time and this particular day to show his glory through this man. This man went through his childhood, a teenager, and a young man being blind. He was looked upon as less than a man because of his affliction. Can you imagine not being able to work or or do anything but sit outside the temple and beg for money and food all day long? Just trying to make it through. No promising future, no immediate goal, not even a feeling of promise for tomorrow. You go from day to day just trying to survive. Most of us have a lot in common with this man. We travel from day to day trying to strive and do our best. Often time in life, it's a a miracle just trying to survive. Regardless of how hard you try, be it a job or your finance, a relationship, or even your children, you go to work and no matter what you do, you can't seem to please your boss. You say to yourself, I have to find a better job. The only thing that soothes your mind is that saying, at least I'm blessed to have a job. You go to church and you hear the pastor talking about paying your tithes. Give 10% and you stop and you think about it because you only have $58 in your pocket and that was to last you for another week. And the bad part is $40 of that 58 is already owed out. You thought that you were going to get some sort of help from your spouse, but they don't have any money or they're on their own agenda altogether. Your children still come to you and say, Mama, do you have or Daddy, I need. I would go as far to say that there are some of you today besides myself that are survivors. You've been sick and tired of being sick and tired. You've been broken, discouraged. You've been through a a bad relationship, and you thought death was coming to get you. But you made it through. You're a survivor. One thing we have in common with this blind man is that one immediate fact that God allows us to get into these situations just so you can see his grace and his everlasting power and getting us out. How many of you here have been blind? How many of you listening have been blind? Let me explain myself a little better. You know those times when you were in a place you had no business being or the time when you did what you did knowing that you shouldn't have done it. But you did it anyway because you were bad enough just to do it. Or that time when you laid your head down or or picked it up when you should have put it back down. You see, we've all fallen short. We've all lost our minds at one point in time or another. We all knew what we should have done, but we didn't put the Lord first in our lives. Or better yet, took his grace and his mercy 
the good news, as the text said, Jesus came passing by. The works of God shall be revealed in him. You see, Jesus knows how far to let us go before he steps in and says, let me save him from himself. You know those times when we've said, I don't know what I'm going to do. When we've laid in your bed at night crying and you had so much on your mind that you had to call out, call out of bed and get down on bended knees saying, Look, my God, please have mercy on me. See, Jesus hears your prayer. See, all you have to do is call on Jesus and believe. The text says that Jesus spat on the ground and made mud and anointed the eyes of the blind man. Then told him to go wash in the pool of Shalom. The man went and the man walked, and he came back seen. No, all the, now all those people that, that had passed this man by every day wasn't sure if it was him or not. So they took this man, they took him to the Pharisees. Now the Pharisees, they questioned him and they drilled him. They drilled this man and then they drilled him some more. They were asking, who was this man? Were you truly blind? How long were you blind? Who did you think this man was? They even summoned the man's parents, asking them. See, now back in that time, the Jews had a law that if anyone aligned themselves with Jesus Christ, that they would be cast out of the church, which means they couldn't shop, they couldn't trade, they couldn't go to church or even mingle with the other people. So needless to say, they were so afraid, the parents they were, they, they said, he's our son, and he was born blind. Now, what happened from then to now, we don't know. But he's old enough to answer for himself. Ask him. The Pharisees went as far to say that I know this healer. This man they call Jesus, he's a sinner. The man said, you can call him what you want. But the one thing that I know is, though I was blind, now I see. So finally the the Pharisees, they cast him out. And Jesus found the man and, and said to him, do you believe in the Son of God? And the man said, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said, you have both seen him. And it is he who is talking to you. And with no hesitation, the man said those historical words, Lord, I believe. Now, through everything, all the harassment, through all of the drilling, through being cast out about and passed over, this man believed. You're not going to change this man's mind. You see, they didn't suffer like this man suffered. They weren't blind the way this man was blind. This man realized that through it all, all those people passed him over while Jesus passed by and healed him. You see, that's all it takes. Belief. Other people may not, but you, you believe. Other people may laugh at you, but you, you believe. Other people may talk about you, 
But you, you believe through the next time that, that trouble come or, 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 or the job isn't right or your finances are tough. Just read Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you shall find not, and it will be open to you. Or your relationship, your relationship may be in trouble. Read Psalm 37. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. When you're having problems with your children, read Psalm 30. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, great joy comes in the morning. Trust in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He'll show you the way. You you see, I've been blind. I've been in the dark. I've been places I had no business going. I've seen the street called Satan and decided to go and alter his rock. I've seen the stumbling rock and decided to sit a spell. I jumped off the diving board of life head first in the man's spirit or, or a bottle rather than the spirit of Jesus Christ. But when I found Jesus, when the Lord touched my heart, I realized that I shall seek the light of the Lord all the days of my life. This light that the Lord gave me, this light is what I'm going to let shine. Shine everywhere I go. I know that things don't always work out the way you want them to, but just trust and believe in Jesus. He will see you through. I realize that the job isn't always fair, but just seek Jesus. I know the kids may do things that make you want to scream and weep. Show them the right way and just seek Jesus. When things, when things get complicated, read Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Just trust Joshua 119. It says, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. It doesn't matter what you are going through. The Bible tells me in Matthew 19.26, with God, all things are possible. The one thing that I know, as long as I live my life for Christ, as long as I let my light shine, as long as I trust in the Lord, I am the master of my faith and the captain of my soul. I still trust in the Lord everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I still trust in it. I'm going to tell you a little story. It won't take about a second of your time. There, there were these, these, these four lifelong friends who had grown up together as children down in the country. Now, years had passed by, and they hadn't seen each other in over 20 years. So one particular holiday, they had all met with each other, reminiscing about all the fun times they used to have, laughing and joking. Then they started talking about the fun times they used to have fishing. You see, they used to go fishing way back in the woods, about two or three miles back on a trail. And at the end of this trail was a creek. So they decided the next morning they were going to go. So they met up and they went fishing. They had a great time. And on the way back, all four of these grown men, again, they were reminiscing about the day's past. And as they were walking, they heard this noise around the next noon. So they walked over there and they saw this cave. Now, they were astonished because they had played all their childhood in these woods but had never seen this here before. And out of this cave, they could hear all sorts of sounds, like people's voices and a, a slight hint of music. So they decided to walk on in. It was very dark in this cave, but 
see a little glimmer, a glimmer of light. So as he walked around this little corner and he saw this man sitting on the ground with a bottle in his hand. And the man said, come on and join me. And one of the guys said, I'm going to sit here. You all stop and get me on the way back. So the others kept on going. They walked a little further and they, they saw this, this lady. In fact, there were a few of them. And they were very little dressed. They didn't have many clothes on and, and they were beckoning for the men to come on over. And one of the guys went over and looked back and said, stop and get me on the way back. And the other two kept on walking. They went a little further and they, they saw some men standing over in a little cove. And the man looked a little shady. One friend said to another, you go ahead. I'll meet you on the way out. So the last man kept on walking. And he walked around the corner and looked up and saw all these people in a little club in the cave. They were drinking and dancing, and the place was packed. And he walked in, and while he was there, he looked up. And one of the first people he saw and recognized was his son, his own son. He walked over there, and the first thing that came out of his mouth was, Son, what are you doing in here? His son answered him and said, Dad, I was about to ask you the same thing. Dad, I was just going fishing, doing the things that you used to do. And I stumbled upon this cave. I've been in here ever since. I can't seem to find my way out. So at that particular time, the father knew he had to make a drastic change that they were getting out of there. The father thought about all the times his mother would tell him, son, you can always call on Jesus. He said, son, you might not know the way out, but I know somebody who can get us out of here. So they walked back to the door of the club, and the, and the father got down on bended knees, and he prayed. And when he got up, he felt as though his soul was on fire. Over all of the music, he heard a thump, a loud boom, and a voice that said, See ye the light. He looked out to his son and said, Follow me. It's time to walk by faith. And they started walking. They came around a bend and they saw the friend that had left with the, the shady characters. He was standing over there with a gun in his belt and a gold watch on, diamonds on his fingers, counting money. And he told them, man, we are getting out of here. Come on with us. And the friend said, you go ahead. I'm coming. I'm a little busy. So the man said, Matthew 6:19 says, do not lay yourself treasures on earth, but lay up yourself treasures in heaven. Then they made another step, and they walked away from him. And around the corner, they saw a friend that they had left with the women. And he said, man, it's time to go. And the, the friend said, you go ahead. I'm going to stay here. I'm having problems at home anyway. You know what they say, the grass may be greener on the other side. And the father said, the Bible tells me that man must pray and always pray. You need to pray for your marriage, but remember, you water your own grass. It'll turn green. It'll grow. And the man, he walked away, and him and his son, he made another step. They walked a little further. Then the son said to the father, Daddy, I'm tired. I just want to sit and rest for a little while. And the father said, Son, I know you're tired, but don't give up yet. If we keep walking by faith, We'll be there after a while. Just think about when we get caught up in the rapture, son. I've heard some of God's singing disciples say, we're going to walk around heaven, heaven all day, going to sing it and never get tired. So he grabbed his son's hand and they made another step. And they walked around the corner and they saw the last friend with a bottle in one hand and a pipe in the other. And he said, man, it's time to get out of here. It's time to walk by faith. And the man said, you go. I'll be all right. The man said, Second Timothy tells me, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. Get yourself 
at the sun with tears streaming from the wells of his eyes. And he walked a little further. Then they came around the corner and they saw the entrance of the cave. They saw the light. The air smelled so good. The gentle breeze was like a kiss, a kiss from Jesus. So the man dropped down to his knees and thanked God for bringing him out of the darkness. Then his son said, good. Now we can finally, we can finally go home. And the father said, wait a minute, son. Don't forget those people. Don't forget those friends, those children of God. That we left behind. Some mother's baby, some father's child. Just because you have made it out. Don't disregard them. It wasn't too long ago that we were lost and, and couldn't find our way. It wasn't too long ago that we were in the dark. Never forget from which you come. So he told his son, help me pick up this boat. It was huge. And they walked it over to the entrance of the cave. So when they walked it over, they dropped it. And it made a loud thump. It made a loud boom. A familiar noise. The same noise that they had heard when they were in the dock. And the man yelled down the cave, the light. See, whenever you're not sure on how to find the light, you know which way to go. You want to think deep. Be it for forgiveness or anything else. Just read John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. All you have to do is just believe. We've all been blind at one point in time or another. Seek Jesus. That's all we got to do. Trust and believe. Envy, he'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Trust in God. Although I was blind, I now see. And don't forget the ones you left behind. Walk up to your brother and tell him, see, we hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen, amen, and amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Be with us, Father. Thank you, Apostle Mercer, for bringing me yes, a little closer to Christ. God, amen. Reverend Lucas, would you pray for the body this morning? Amen. In the name of Jesus, oh, Father God, be with us this morning, Lord. We need you right now, Father God. In time, like these, Lord, we need thee. Father God, we've all been blind at one point in time or another, Lord. But I know through you all things are possible. You can reach down in that dark cave and find us where we're lost. You can reach down, Father God. Hold our precious hand and pull us on through, Lord. I know you can do all things. All things the best. Watch over the lost in heart. Watch over the lost in mind. Watch over that mother's child. Watch over that father's boy. Father God, we need you in our lives right now. Let your grace and your mercy, Father God. Rain down on us. Keep us in the hem of your heart. We need you, Lord. We need you, Father God, in times like these. Be with us, Lord. Encourage us, Father God. Give us the hope that we know that you're there with us, Lord. When we get weak, pick us up and turn us back on our feet. When we get tired, give us rest, Father God. When we don't have any more strength, pick us up, Father God, and start us on our way. You can do all things, Lord. This we know. All we have to do 
you is call on thee. The precious name of Jesus. The name above every name. That every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. The sweet name of Jesus. God is Lord and we shall be God. Keep us Lord and we shall be kept. In the precious and wonderful, wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Bless each and every one.
bless you. Welcome to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. We have just heard from Jeff Majors and Songs 23. You know, Jeff Majors is one of my uh, favorite artists. Truly, I love listening to him playing the harp. And do sit back and relax as we go into the inner court and behind the veil to feel the outpouring of God. God bless you again. And remember, if God can't do it, it just cannot be done. God bless you again, and let us enjoy the worship. Amen. And I've given you glory. See, I have declaratively praised you. So I wait, expecting my blessing right now. Applaud God in this room, everybody.
like listening to Patty LaBelle. Truly, she can sing anything, and we just heard her sing the song Change. You know, you got to trust God for your change. You can't get discouraged. You got to believe that God can do anything but fail. Wait on his timing. Just trust him and his work, and believe me, have the courage, because he will bring you 
let us listen to William Beckton. Amen.
walk in anticipation and hope. The songwriter Ricky Dillard and B.B. Winans said that any day now that I am expecting my miracle and I'm expecting my change. I know sometimes that people say that you don't know what I've been through, you don't know the suffering or the pain, but what I do know that your God is able to do anything but fail. If you trust him, if you believe him, if you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to those mountains, be thou removed. Yes, we don't know everything that you've been through. That's only between you and the Father. As Terry Douglas says, that I will turn it over to God, and I'm encouraging you to do the same. Amen.
to give it to God, because we will be lost without him. Amen. Again, you've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I kind of cut that one off a little too quick. <laughs> but please listen to us Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. We were honored tonight to hear Reverend Ray Lucas. We thank God for him. We have different speakers lined up this week. As always, on Wednesday, we have Victory Temple with Pastor Annie Gaskin and her elder, Leroy Rice. God bless you. And none other than Apostle Alexander Lockamy, who comes on Thursday. We thank God for him because truly he is blessed to have the wisdom gift to go behind the veil and rightly divide the word of truth. God bless you again. We thank you so much for listening. We wanted to play the, uh, different segments that people had requested, Reverend Ray Lucas, as well as a little bit of our Friday night concert. So thank you for joining in. God bless you, and be blessed. Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.